It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team and our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to Astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. Greetings from Guaranteed Rate Field in Chicago, Illinois, where today the Houston Astros wrap up their three-game series with the Chicago White Sox. These two teams played a doubleheader after Monday's postponement, played a doubleheader yesterday with the Astros winning game one, 6-2. to two. White Sox won game two, 4-1. to one. Zach Greinke got the win, giving up two runs in six innings in game one. And George Springer had a good doubleheader with a home run, two RBIs going four for nine. As the Astros have won eight of their last 23, White Sox ended a two-game skid with their win in game two last night. Astros 78 and 42, first in the AL West, 10 and a half games ahead of Oakland. The White Sox 52 and 66. They're third in the AL Central, 18 and a half games behind Minnesota. It's time for today's pitching matchup brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Well, Wade Miley gets the ball for the Astros today, and he's been really good all year. He's taken it to another level of late. Over his last eight starts, 5-0, and a 2.03 ERA. Yeah, it's amazing what he's doing right now, Robert, because his cut fastball hasn't been as good as it was in the first half of the season, yet he's still doing a lot better, and I think it's a, a lot because of his reputation that precedes him right now as everybody's looking for that cutter inside. It's not there, so he's using the outer third of the plate and, and using that thought in the hitter's heads that they're going to come inside, and they're starting to leak with that front shoulder. They open up a little bit, and they can't cover that outside pitch, and he's exploiting that. Meanwhile, the White Sox going with a lefty of their own today, Ross Detweiler. He had his contract purchased by the White Sox in late June, making his sixth start for Chicago this year. He's kind of bounced around the last few years, has been an independent ball, made one start against the Astros for the Mariners last season, but at one time was one of the the better young pitchers in the game with the Nationals. Yeah, he was. His stuff's just so-so these days. Uh, As you would imagine, as a pitcher gets older, the stuff starts to wane, and it has so for for Detweiler. But when he has good control... Uh, he has the ability, like a, a lot of older pitchers, uh, to change speeds and, and locate and disrupt timing and, and do a lot of things to, to give yourself a good chance to win a game. So we're just going to have to see whether or not he has good control of his pitches today. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, the doubleheader day can always be a, a tough day on a bullpen. and It got even tougher for the Astros last night with... Uh, Garrett Cole getting scratched with right hamstring discomfort right before game two. And so the Astros had to use four relievers to piece together that second game. And Every reliever who was on the Astros active roster yesterday got into the game with the exception of Roberto Osuna, and he warmed up. So uh, obviously Wade Miley, who's been very good of late and has done a good job getting into the middle of part of the ball game, uh, would love to see that again today. 
Yeah, you need to get him uh, deeper into this ball game. Uh, uh, you got Cy Snead up from AAA, right. and, and he can give you a lot of innings. Uh, he's started most of the season this year for Round Rock. So that's your, your insurance policy right there if something goes wrong uh, for Miley in the first couple of innings. But, man, if there's a pitcher on this Astros team that you can expect to go at least pretty deep into the game and give yourself a chance, I don't think this – there's anybody as good as Miley. At 22 of his 24 games, he's given up three earned runs or less. You can't ask for much better than that. Definitely not. Coming up next, we'll hear from A.J. Hench on the Manager Show presented by Waste Management. A little later, we'll be joined by Darren Jackson, longtime broadcaster for the Chicago White Sox, but now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that goodbye into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford box? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. And the first pitch of game two is taken low for a ball. Robert, we got a, a little dilemma going on right now. Chris Davinsky warming up in the Astros' bullpen. Garrett Cole came out of the bullpen a little early, and uh, it didn't look good. Uh-oh. We just got word that Cole not starting this game because of right hamstring discomfort. Well, I'll say this. I mean, you've seen bad ones where, where guys are limping badly, and as we saw Cole walk in from the bullpen early. He wasn't limping. The 3-2. That's grounded softly up the middle. Sanchez to his right. He's got it. Throws to first on a hop. It's scooped by Skoll, and that is the ball game. Avon Nova with the complete game four hitter. The White Sox are to split it tonight's doubleheader, winning game two by a final of four to one. Welcome back to Ashland. I'm with A.J. Hinch before this third game of the series with the White Sox. Third game in 24 hours, man. This is a quick turnaround. You ready? Oh, yeah. No, we're ready to play. I mean, we had an extra day off on Monday. Yep. Um, so on the schedule, we'll be, we'll be ready to play. Give me the timetable on when Cole started to notice something with his hamstring yesterday. Um, he really is about five minutes before the game. He was out warming up like he normally does. Mm -hmm. And I got a call from the bullpen that he wasn't going to be able to go. So we scrambled a little bit. Devo was on his way to the bullpen anyway. He's a quick, quick reliever uh, or gets ready quickly. And um, we got him up on the mound and we had the top of the first to, to warm him up and get him ready for the game. But um, that's as late as I've ever been told in, yeah. in my career that a pitcher can't go. I mean, it's literally... Um, and I call it 7 o'clock before a 7.05, and that's yeah. um, so we had to scramble a little bit. What do you do a little bit later on? I know you want to get into the game first, but what do you do to try to kind of figure out how many innings you got out of the bullpen? Just go with what you got. I mean, yeah. this is not something I mean, normally, you know, extending Devo to 40 pitches and then be a genie to 40, 50 pitches. And then, you know, I had to consider whether or not I was going to use Rondon for two, ended up using him for two. You just. Yeah. You, you, you use your guys. I mean, it didn't really. I was trying to stay away from Presley and Harris, who pitched in game one. Right. McHugh pitched in game one, was available. Uh, but it's pretty dicey when you're, when you're staring at nine innings of pitching and, and, and not being able to line it up. And you have to get a pitcher in here today who can mm -hmm. give you some innings. You got Cy Snead in? Yeah, Snead's coming back, and, and we'll, we'll fill in the kind of the length part of our bullpen. And 
Um, you know, maybe he pitches today. Regardless, I'll check with our guys on how how they're feeling after the the long day yesterday. But um, he was a guy that we didn't really want to send down when we did. He's very useful. Unfortunately, it cost Biagini his job because that he you know he didn't really deserve to go down. But the nature of 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 the bullpen and um, the fact that he went three innings and went two innings a day before yesterday, so he. He was going to be down for three or four days anyway. Isn't that always the case? When something dire happens, somebody's going to lose their job. They're going out there giving their best for their team. And yeah, I mean, he can he can regain his service time, and he can you know he'll he'll be oh, yeah. back when he when he gets back. But it's um, it is it is part of it. And, and when you're a guy that has options, uh, sometimes it's bad luck. It's not a fair game. See, Jordan's a, a D, not a DH today. He's going to get to take his glove out to left field. Um, this ballpark's not that tough in left field, is it? Uh, you know what? There, I mean, they are when they hit it hard or if they hit it far. Or, I mean, it, it, I don't, I don't know that anywhere is easy in the big leagues. I think it's important for us to, to take care of George and give him a DH day after playing both ends of the doubleheader. Jordan can play left field. Um, I guess I, you know, I just pick my, pick my, my spots. Right. All right. Carlos Correa, man. Spent delivers. And that's grounded left side off the glove of Diaz. Backhanded by Correa. Guns at the first, and it is in time. Oh, what a play! Deflected off of Diaz's glove. Correa was able to grab it and throw to first for the out. Inning over. A great day. Both both games playing some flashy shortstop. Uh, I don't think we get a chance to talk about his arm quite enough, but a deflection off the third baseman. He continues to, to go through that play and gets a big out for you. Yeah, I mean, he's he is a dynamic defender. He, he just changes a little bit of what the look is up the middle and uh, you know he's a playmaker. He can he can do a little bit more than your average shortstop. He never gives up on a play. He can make up for, um, you know, with his arms, his arm speed and his arm strength. He can make up plays and, um, you know, often offensively he can he can contribute. He's a he's a dynamic player. It's why he's you know why he's one of our franchise players. I want to touch on Wade Miley? Uh, there's been a couple games where he hasn't had his cutter, mm-hmm. but I've been impressed that he's been able to adapt and still get big outs, and he's pitching as well as anybody. Yeah, I mean he's going to need his cutter today against these guys, but he he does find a way to navigate the lineups, and he's got different weapons, and the four seamers been good for him. The changeup has been good for him. He's um, he's going to figure it out, and and based on how he feels. So I think um, if a guy doesn't have his best stuff. Um, the, the, the true indicator of whether he can keep your team a winner is when he can adapt and do something different and, and find a way to, to stay, stay deeper in the game. All right, AJ, good luck today. All right, Sparky, thanks. Back with more Astro Lunch right after this. We all know what Josh Reddick brings to the game. Passion, intensity, and power. When he's scaling walls to rob a homer, it's always a web gem. Reliable, dependable. Josh Reddick is a hero in our hearts. On Wednesday, August 21st, all fans will receive a Josh Reddick on-base bobblehead presented by Veritex Community Bank. For tickets, visit astros.com slash promotion. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Darren Jackson, former big league ball player and longtime White Sox broadcaster on radio. You've been with the White Sox as a broadcaster for 20 seasons now, and you're seeing this White Sox team go through a, a rebuild and uh, something that probably been needed for a little while. What would you say they're at in terms of that rebuild, and is there an idea of how close they, they could be to, to contending again? You know, my level of measure is this. I look at the Houston Astros and where they are today Mm -hmm. and compare our talent to where we are in comparison. Um, We're not close, no. When you look at what you see out there on a consistent basis from the Astros compared to where the White Sox are, we still make mistakes we shouldn't make. Um, The growth is there, Mm -hmm. but 
we need it to happen a little quicker because we do have a couple of guys, a few guys in the minor leagues that are going to get here. They're going to have to go through the growth that these younger guys are going through now. So I don't see us, Robert, until maybe 2021 where we're really saying we got a chance to contend for this division um, because of the talent. Mm -hmm. Still going to make mistakes. But the key is this. For us, we've got to really get there with our pitching staff. We had some great pitching against you guys yesterday, and unfortunately we still came up short um, in one game. But we had Yvonne Nova. Don't know what his long-term plans are with us, but um, as it stands, we've got a decent blend of veterans, a lot of youngsters still learning how to play. We've got to see how this balances out. You talk about the the young pitching. You think about Lucas Shalito, who the Astros are going to miss in this series, but he threw a complete game at Minute Maid Park earlier this season. Uh, Reynaldo Lopez, uh, also another talented young pitcher who the Astros also won't see in this series. Dylan Cease, who they saw in game one, got the loss, but but pitched well. And certainly seems like, and then you think about Carlos Rodon, Michael Kopech, two top prospects who underwent Tommy John surgery, but it seems like when this White Sox team is contending, the, the starting pitching would be the strength. Would you agree with that? Wait, gr- a great observation, because it's true. When Carlos Rodon and Michael Kopech get back, and if they're to a point where they're healthy, mm-hmm. they don't have any setbacks, absolutely. Our starting staff will be a strength to where everybody's going to step up and go, uh-oh, here come the White Sox, just like everybody does that with the uh, Astros right now. But we got to get him here, and right now Dylan Cease, I mean, he's proving. He proved yesterday that he's a guy that once he settles in, he can beat any opponent. He came up short, didn't get the win, very good offense that he was facing, but still he went through, I think, three innings plus before he finally allowed a base runner. So he shut you guys down for a little while. That's a great indication against the best offense in the league that, uh, you know what, he has the ability. Jose Abreu is one of the the better run producers in the game that nobody knows about because he plays with the White Sox. But he's a guy who has been here his entire career after coming over from Cuba and basically has produced since since day one. I know he's a free agent. He's been very clear about the fact that he wants to stay with the White Sox. What is Abreu in terms of we see what he does on the field? What is he like in the clubhouse and off the field? And is he is he in that leadership role? That's exactly what he is, Robert. He's the guy that you don't want to see walk away his value in the locker room uh, during the game is information provided to the other latin players let alone all the other players watching what he's capable of doing invaluable but um, it is of course the business side of things what's he willing to take to stick around here the white Sox love him here his involvement in the community alone is off the charts so all we can do is hope at this point as broadcasters in particular that he's still wearing a white Sox uniform because his production as you mentioned runs better than production let alone his leadership combined I don't think you can really replace it. Tim Anderson is an interesting guy to me. He's in his fourth big league season. He's a guy that the White Sox identified early as someone who they felt was going to be part of this team long term. He's locked up through 2024 if the club options on his uh, contract extension are exercised. Where do you see him at in his development? I mean, it's certainly you look at the defense, the ability is there. A lot of errors, I believe, leads the league. And certainly offensively has some tools. You know, obviously you've done your homework, man. You know everything that's going on with this club, so that's impressive. But um, Anderson is one of those once-in-a-lifetime talents. I mean, the athleticism, the ability, it's off the charts. His range from left to right, back in anything, it's really hard for anybody to really match. Maybe Lindor can Mm -hmm. keep up with his athleticism, maybe. I'm not even sure if he can. His arm strength's off the charts. But it's all raw. This is just talent. It's not polished like the top shortstops in baseball so we got to live with some of the 
you know, pretty simple mistakes he's going to make because of the aggressiveness that he has going into center field and making plays that other shortstops can't throw and got to first base in the hole, you name it. It's so off the charts that you're willing to put up with some of the struggles defensively and offensively. He's an old school hitter. I mean, you can go back to Henry Aaron, Willie Mays, kind of hitter in the sense wrists and forearms. Mm-hmm. You don't think this guy's got much pop, yet he's hitting one off the right field fence with a little flick of the bat. And you're going, wait a minute, how'd that just happen? He weighs 178 pounds, but he's one of those old school guys. He's very streaky, but at the same time, he's streaky enough in a positive way that he can carry you for a long period of time with his bat and make the great plays defensively. So he is a guy that you're hoping that's going to stick around a while as well. All right, Darren Jackson, you've stuck around a while with the White Sox. Hope you stick around a lot longer. Always good to see you. Thank you so much for joining us. Robert, always a pleasure. I appreciate the time. What if I told you Colin McHugh was capable of doing the impossible? Dodging liners, allowing his defense to turn two. You don't believe me? You'll have to see it for yourself. Colin McHugh turned into Neo. On Saturday, August 24, 15,000 fans receive a Colin McHugh dodging bobble presented by Germania Insurance. How did that ball not hit him in the Adams app? I have no idea how that ball did. Astros.com slash promotions.